Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're in tune to Jazz in the AM. I'm your host, Kevin Lawrence. And I'll give you a special blend of straight-ahead jazz, mixed in with a little bit of fusion, and smooth jazz for your listening pleasure. This is Jazz in the AM on KJazz.
track of his 1958 album Blue Train and it features John Coltrane on tenor sax, Lee Morgan trumpet, Curtis Fuller trombone, Kenny Drew on the piano, Paul Chambers on the bottom on bass and Philly Joe Jones on drums. This is Jazz in the AM. I'm your host Kevin Lawrence and I'll be with you up until the hour of three o'clock. Right now we're going to get into some smooth jazz with foreplay. And the name of the cut is entitled 101 Eastbound. They're going 101 Eastbound. Here's Foreplay, featuring Bob James on piano, on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on MyCityMyMusic.com. Thank you. 
wake up in the morning with my radio on and the sound of music is in my head. I listen to the man, he's playing our favorite song. Say, baby, now, did you hear what he said? Yes, I really love the morning because it really gets to me. I really love the morning because it makes me feel free. And would you believe that the morning is the beginning of your life? When my lover, she looks at me, she tells me that she loves me and she gives me smile I roll over pull her near tell her that I love her too when we stay in bed now for a while we'll be doing it in the morning it makes you feel good all day doing it in the morning I can't think of a better way and would you believe that the morning is the beginning of your life Jazz on Jazz in the AM. And that's the music of Mr. Les McCann. The name of the song is entitled The Morning Song. And Les McCann, he performed at Jazz in the Bistro a long time ago. I think it was back in the 1990s. And he's one of the first jazz musicians to include the electric piano and synthesizers into his music. And also he is responsible for discovering the lovely Roberta Flack. And before that, you heard some smooth jazz by Foreplay, 
and they took us to 101 Eastbound. And for play is Bob James on keyboards, Lee Rittner guitar, Nathan East on bass, and Harvey Mason on the skins on drums. It is 16 minutes after the hour, 1 o'clock, and let's take a look at the jazz and the AM jazz note. Emily Wallace with the Funky Butt Horns will be performing at Jazz at the Bistro July 20th through the 21st. Anita Jackson will be performing there 27th through the 28th. And Groovin' on Grover Washington with Tim Cunningham. He'll be performing at Jazz at the Bistro August 3rd through the 4th. Also, my main man Chuck Flowers will be performing at Heman Park on July 30th. Okay. And, uh, Okay. And uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to drop some acid. Not literally, but we're going to get into some acid jazz. We're not going to take a trip. We're going to take a trip on some music. Here's some acid jazz by Britain's own, the late Ronnie Jordan. And the name of the cut is entitled After Hours. Here's Ronnie Jordan on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on My City, MyMusic.com.
The mellow music of Britain's own Mr. Ronnie Jordan. We dropped a little acid in the mix, a little acid jazz there. Ronnie Jordan, After Hours, is the name of the cut. And Ronnie Jordan is no longer with us. I believe the guy keeled over of a heart attack. And uh, his music was a mixture of R&B, jazz, and a little hip-hop there. Right now, we're going to, speaking of guys who keeled over of a heart attack, Grover Washington, the legend, he killed over of a heart attack also. But anyway, he is still with us in spirit. He's going to give us a song called East River Drive. Here's the great Grover Washington on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on MyCityMyMusic.com.
The music of the great Grover Washington Jr. And the name of the cut is entitled East River Drive. Grover Washington Jr. at one time was a sideman for Charles the Burner Erlen. Right now it is 87 degrees under cloudy skies in downtown Crondelette. We're going to jump back into the straight-ahead jazz with the Chico Hamilton Quintet, a very popular jazz band back in the late 1950s, and the name of the cut is entitled The Wind. The Chico Hamilton Quintet on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com. Thank you. 
the music of Chico Hamilton, the Chico Hamilton Quintet, with a cut entitled The Wind. Chico Hamilton, native of Los Angeles, this guy had a brother who was an actor, Bernie Hamilton, who was Captain Doby back in the day, in the old 1970s TV series Starsky and Hutch. He also was a sideman for Count Basie, Jerry Mulligan, and the beautiful Lena Horn. And we're going to get into some jazz funk with Cool and the Gang. A little summer madness in the house. In the mix, here's Cool and the Gang on Jazz in the AM. On KJazz, on my city, mymusic.com.
little jazz funk in the house that's cool in the gang with their 1976 hit, Summer Madness, a song that was featured in the first Rocky movie. And Cool in the Gang, they have some history in jazz. They were called the Jazziacs, and uh, they're from New Jersey. And this band was one of my favorites. Then they start to get into this uh, pop jazz with Celebration and all that. Hey, I left the bandwagon after that. Right now, we're going to get into some Roy Ayers and Ubiquity. Everybody loves the sunshine. Roy Ayers and Ubiquity on Jazz in the AM. On KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com. Sunshine. Feel 
The title track of their 1976 album, Everybody Loves the Sunshine, Rory Ayers and Ubiquity. Well, everybody does love the sunshine. Some don't when it's too hot. And you know, might get heat stroke to stay out there in the sun too long. Don't love it too much. Pretty Okay, after these two songs, we're going to discuss a little bit. We're going to ask you, or we're going to discuss, is there evidence that there is a God in our lives, okay? And what we're going to do right now, we're going to play music by George Benson. We're going to follow that up with Grant Green, St. Louis's own. Here's George Benson with the title track of his 1976 album, Breezin. George Benson on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on MyCityMyMusic.com. Thank you. 
Music by St. Louis's own Mr. Grant Green with a cut entitled Walk in the Night. This was a cut that was performed by Junior Walker and the All-Stars. And before that, you heard music by George Benson, former sideman for Brother Jack McDuff, with his title track of his 1976 album, Breezin. Right now, we're going to shift gears. We're going to uh, flap our jaws a little bit, and we're going to do discuss something deep. To some people it is, some people it might not be. Is there any evidence that there is a God in our life? And in the studio right now is my main man, the Miller And we have a filmmaker in our midst. He's uh, joining the discussion. And uh, tell us who you are. Oh, Workhouse Films, Hector Hanna, kind of flu, the kind of guy your mama would choose. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me ask you one quick question now. Why did you call your company Workhouse Films? What do you guys, before you start filming, you work out or what? Uh, well, it it's basically a, a work system, basically working off each other. Back when they first started the London Workhouses, not the Workhouse in St. Louis, but like the London Workhouses, the workhouses was a place where if times got hard, you can come in, get yourself together, you work, work, work until you're back on your feet, then you go back into society. And that's kind of how we, we work together. You know, we all work together in the stew so we all can eat cool. That's basically what it is. Okay. So we're going to get into the discussion. Is there ev- any evidence that there is a God in our life? Jeff. Uh, yeah, Miller Brother on deck. Um, yeah, God's in my life, most definitely. Trust me, he, he works in my life. I got a lot of t- testimonies, man. Um, certain things that have happened to me in my life, man, that, hey, I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't do it by myself. Well, I, I can go back. I can give some, some of those testimonies. I mean, I can't give all of them. Some things is not to be told. Be sold on the hip hop, so catch the next tape. <laughs> no, but now for real, it's, it's not a laughing matter, but it is can be a laughing matter too. Uh, things like being incarcerated and you know, knowing that feeling like you're gonna do a lot of time, you know, things like that sitting, sitting there and out of the element of just free people, and you you sit in the jail and he's like, Man, my life gone right now, you know, uh, 10 years. Shit. Um, that's a lot of time to lose, you know, dealing with claustrophobia, you know what I'm saying, having to just sit still for hours and hours. I, I, I sit there and I've prayed, you know. And I know a lot of other people have been in that situation of prayed too. And there's been times I honestly felt that, um, that he sit with me. So could you really say that that's God uh, or could you just say that it's circumstance? No, it was not circumstance because, like, how can you, how, how when do you know incarcerated. Okay, I did seven months in the county. I did four in prison. And at the time, I was facing 14 years max sentence, which if I hadn't pleaded guilty, I was going to do the 14. The judge told me that right there in my face. I mean, if you had a kill with your guilty plea, you're going to do 14 years. You know, uh, a lot of anxiety, a lot of things, stress. Well, I, I seen my mom, you know, sit there with me. You know, ain't that I was really built for it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I prayed, I prayed, I read the Bible, I prayed, and honestly, for those who don't believe in Jesus or whatever, I honestly prayed to him, and I honestly, the silhouette 
I mean, I felt that I seen it. <laughs> Let me ask the truth. I seen it, and it's like, man, I you know it helped me be comfortable. And then I could I could lay in my you know what I'm saying in my cell on my bed in the military to be a rack in the navy or whatever however people want to call it. And he would sit there, and I and it would come down. And I read my Bible, mm-hmm. and I understood. You know who I was, only person came visit me. Who all that time? Who was the minister? Minister besides child support. They said you got okay. a visitor, and I was like, for real, I'm all happy. Like, who came up here, cared enough about me to see me? Two got out there, walk over there to see the, uh, you know, saying they sort of scrubbing. They was like, we don't know who it is. They get over there, to child support, trying to DNA test me. But through the whole time, the minister came there. He was the uh, head of church out in Arnold, and I really, you know, he talked to me, gave me scriptures, and I read them. I got into this uh, program. Um, that uh, where you get, they'll send you like pamphlet thing type things and you mm-hmm. read them and study them and you could uh, uh, they'll give you tests at the end of the week. I mean the pamphlet test and you send it in is all free. Kept my mind occupied, kept me learning, kept me believing, kept the faith, kept me strong. And you know, I, I'm, all my certificates I got them, I sent them home to my brother who, which is a minister and it's, well, he's a chaplain and a minister. And I, 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 he got them there. Some of my laws through the shuffle, you know what I'm saying? But and I had a chance, and I I can only say that believing and praying to him, you know, it helped me through that. Well, amongst other things, I was at church um, to Sunday since you know we had been laid off from Jazz and AM on some circumstances until we came back, and I went to church two times. And honestly, another day it saved my life. I ain't gonna go in and depth in that. And then honestly, in real talk, real life, I'm talking about saved my life. I believe. You know, because I came here Sunday and the same day, I could have been gone. You know what I'm saying? So I know, regardless of what people say, it's God out there. You know, I pray to Jesus. I was raised to believe in Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ. What and if someone had a Bible and they threw it down on the ground? Do you think something would happen to them? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't make that call. But I, I know one thing. The word, I believe the word is real. And anything you believe in. If you truly believe in it, and that's what I believe in, so it's real to me. So it might not be to everybody. Everybody got their own things that make them righteous, feeling or reaching for righteousness, righteousness in their life. So you believe every all the stories in the Bible? Yes. You do? Yeah, I, I believe in every story. Um, I think it's a recording of history. The talking. I mean, I, I believe I do sometimes have a certain understanding that. Um, some some things might have been manipulated from society, and considering the, the, the ones who actually understood writing like the King James Bible, I believe was stipulations in there. But from like the Dead Sea Scrolls and what is the Satyat, I think it's called. Septuagint. Septuagint. A lot of it is just lo- being lost in translation, though. I think it was true at one point in time, but when you start translating it, it starts to lose the meaning behind the value kind of um, goes downward you know but I mean <laughs> I, I feel by keeping my faith that you know I, I learned from somebody a long time ago that said hey if you don't believe in nothing you better believe in something before you leave this world you know so you better have some faith in something that's real you know uh, I, I, I've talked to somebody before and they told me you know that well actually I, I think I know actually I didn't talk to nobody I heard on YouTube say hey the kingdom is this inside you and it's the kingdom up there and they both connected. 
And I, I look at things where people die. People who die, you know, the old school said, die in threes. One person die, you know, sudden a couple other people that's related. Pass. Okay, so then I got a question there. So, Just like Kev said, you believe you believe everything that's wrote in the Bible. The Bible speaks of being 144,000 only going into the kingdom. Well, I, I do. I believe the Bible. I believe everything that's in there. And, and the reason so, being so you said, believe only 144,000 people are going to be able to enter the kingdom? Well, from my understanding, it's not the 144,000 people. It's the 144,000 tribes, which could be as many people in each individual tribe. So there's a story in the Bible about the talking snake, and you believe in that too? I mean, you got snakes that got wisdom teeth. They say, I think things are miserable. They say it's only in your mind is where we suppress life. You know what I'm saying? And that's my, I said that. I just made that up. But really, in reality, <laughs> it was a free flow. I mean, who but was I, the, who I believe was the, who was the talking snake that you, was, you were referring to? Not the serpent that talked to Adam and Eve. Yeah, the serpent that talked to Adam and Eve. Yeah, I believe. I mean, who, it might be metaphorical. Who said it was a snake, though? Well, that's what the Bible, the Bible said. Does say it's a serpent. It said a serpent, but he had a yeah. tongue like a serpent. Regardless, we, we, he still but, but, no, but, no, because but, but, of, because but, 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 I just, but to me, I think the story of Adam and Eve is hogwash. It's but, a, but it's look, a parable. Look, it's look a parable. Look how many people run into. It's yeah, a parable. It's, it's a story that was passed down snakes. from generation to generation. Can't, There's no evidence well, that it was. How, how, do you know any snakes in your life? Human snakes in your life? Oh yeah, plenty. Oh, exactly. And what was the curse of the serpent? To slither on your belly forever. So that means that snake was walking upright. But back then, it's a story. Like a that human. You never know. Because that, the curse of the serpent was to slither on your belly and eat dust for the rest of your days. But so, dust is dying. And your, your body so, turns so into what dust. Was, so, right. So what was, the, what was the whole trick to Adam and Eve? What was it? Sin. What was the sin? They, they said they ate the fruit. They, which, they ate the apple. They didn't say it was an apple. Was it a cherry? They said the forbidden fruit. They did not say it was an apple. The pictures represented as an apple. The forbidden fruit was sex. That's you, had me, you had me thinking along that line. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what I said that's the reason why they knew they was naked. When God came back down and said, where y'all at? They was in the bushes hiding. Right. They were, they, they were covering their private covering parts. Covering their private parts. They, they said, we, we naked. Parts. We can't see. You know, you, you can't see it. We naked. God said, who told y'all y'all was naked? You see what I'm saying? The serpent did because the serpent showed Eve sex, and Eve came back and showed Adam sex. So could the serpent have been somebody from a different So the forbidden fruit? So wait a minute. So this forbidden fruit could be a woman's anatomy. The, for, the forbidden fruit was yes. the act of sex. The act of sex. The act of sex. Okay, the I got you. Sex. Because okay. obviously, I think from my understanding, it was people. I mean, within the kingdom. It was. It was outside, other of, the outside garden. of the garden. Because when Cain got his mark, the mark of Cain, yeah. Cain said, the people, when people see this mark, yeah. they're going to try to kill me. Right. But if your mother is Adam and Eve, the first people on earth, what other people outside? Now, this is my synopsis. You see what I'm saying? This is my synopsis, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, and nobody get offended because I'm not trying to offend nobody in their religion and whatever. And, but just a hypothetical guess. Like we were talking about, it were people outside the kingdom. And the, the kingdom that was spoken upon and that we've learned so much about and, and believe in, those who believe in, was the line, the bloodline of Jesus. 
mm-hmm. you know, that came, you know, Yahweh or, you know, uh, El, Elion. But, you know, and it went, you know what I'm saying, that bloodline, it goes, everything in the Bible speaks up on Jesus. It's his bloodline to Isaac, Here you we know, go, all right. the way. We got the genealogy the right here. We got the so genealogy right here. For the, bloodline. For, the, for the live people, we have the genealogy of Jesus. And it goes all the way to Jesus. You'll see the name Jesus right there. To where he rises as so, the king of the world. Now, well, the, people you know, say Jesus, Jesus yes, was a black man. Now we can prove it. Because here you see Adam and Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We got Adam and Eve come down to Noah. Noah was the father of Japheth, right? Japheth. Yep. Ham and Shem. And we know Ham was cursed. Well, that's what they say. By color. So which but color Ham you know? was the black countries. Cush, Egypt, Put, right? Canaan. We see that, right? But we also see that Ham goes through Sham. And Sham leads all the way to Abraham and Jacob and Judah. Go over, Isaiah, we, come and we can see him. We can see it go all the way to Ruth, yeah. Solomon, Mary, Joseph, Isaac. David. So all of those people. But I, Isaiah was next. I mean, Isaac was next. You see what I'm saying? So we have a whole genealogy that we can go and trace it back. So it ain't no just we 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 can't just go by oh foot of bronze. Her of wool, because the her of wool said white like wool, not a sheep just woolly. It said white like wool. Well, he so said he had skin of copper. Skin, skin of, of copper. Skin of copper. So that was a, that was a reference. So, so if that he had skin of copper, then he had to have been a man of color. Exactly. Come on. But that was your key. That was your key. Right. But you had no proof on that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Here we have the the proof from birth. If we talk about the book being a line of people. Here's your genealogy. They talked about Ruth. They talk about David. They talk about Solomon. Such and such begot such and such. Such and, and here's yep. your line. It's right there. Yeah, it's and right there. You got to put it together. Back all the way to history. So who was the one? Two ball came. Two ball came. Who was like? Yeah. Uh, what is it? I guess it was metal. He was a metal like worker. That. Then yeah. you had what Nimrod. All of those guys, which is what the first hunter and everything. All of those. So I think everything was traced back, like we said, to the Adam of Eve, which was Jesus. It was. Uh, it was. But we have minute. to see it. We have to see it. But we have it to see the archaeological other data. in the world, too. They said it was giants. What was it? Uh, terrestrial life. But that's the, all the, the dinosaurs. But giant, giant is per, that's perspective. Because we know that right now the tallest man in the world was... Uh, Robert Watlow in Alden, Illinois. Right. He was eight foot eleven. Mm-hmm. Now we walk up to we walk up next to him. We will say he's a giant. But if Shaq walks up to him, he's just a tall person, you know, next to Shaq. So it's rel- it's just relative. So back then, yeah, we know that the pygmy was only three feet tall, and you know, and that was the, some of the first people. So yeah, everything gonna look tall from them. And right where the pygmy were were. The people from the Sudan who are seven feet tall. So, yeah, they, they would look like giants to somebody three feet tall. So, all of that is relative. It's perspective. 
So it's, it, it just depends on how you look at the story. You know what I mean? All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> I ain't saying nothing all day. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one more. I want to go. I want to break it in, too, though. Uh-oh. So now we went through the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Now I do have to break it down. and not question anybody like that. Okay. But it's this. we talking, and this is about God. And what about when we break it to the New Testament? Mm-hmm. You know, and you break it in the New Testament, and Jesus was sacrificed, which a lot of people say that he wasn't sacrificed. You know, there's just uh, a history. If you look at Horace. Which is the same thing, you know, so basically the same lifespan as Jesus before Jesus came and things like that. Um, and you go into like the ultimate sacrifice in the New Testament comes in. And like I said, we got the Ten Commandments, which we kind of mm-hmm, talked about, mm-hmm. touched bases on that. Where it kind of reiterate where we was all free and the Gentiles, which would be the people that was outside of that kingdom lineage. You know, and then we got people outside of that kingdom lineage. And but it was offered Christianity and and and, and living the, the the righteous living that we know you know. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, I think I think it's just it's just like what you was talking about earlier. Because what did they have to do to the Gentiles? They had to convert the Gentiles, yeah, like Paul, and just like they just like you just said in jail. Nobody came to see you, but the but the pastor. And if the pastor didn't come see you. You probably wouldn't have convert. You prayed and prayed and prayed on it, and then eventually it came to you. And That's then my upbringing, though. Yeah, yeah. But that will make you. That will make you convert. That's why a lot of people go and become Muslims in jail. Like, because the the main thing is, when your spirit is broken, it's easy to get to your soul. Uh-huh. I look at it like your soul being a yolk of an egg and your spirit being the shell. Okay. So once your spirit is broken. Then yeah, you gonna convert. You gonna yeah, you gonna exactly. You gonna convert and change to whatever makes your spirit whole again. No, but now I have to go back to my because he asked me that question, Mm -hmm. and that breaks it down to I can answer that question. So you're in a situation, and you're feeling these things, and you know what you taught to believe in is really comforting. Mm -hmm. It's really open doors. I was in the hole. Mm-hmm. Who goes to the hole and release a man out the hole when he's locked up? But they talked about but it. But prayer, Bible. man, a prayer, and I, and that's what makes me believe. That's my testimony. So I'm breaking it. Now I shut my mouth. Prayer, you know, like man, I'm sitting here waiting to ASAP. I, I already got ten years on my back. Now I'm in more trouble. I'm sitting here in the hole. I'm not gonna get out. But I'm gonna believe and I'm gonna keep praying. Chaplain come through there, then get my books. I read Catholic, some Catholic things of birth, some of the Quran, you know. All of a sudden, I completely submitted myself spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so, though, he had a guy that is not more, but I eventually, just one day, I kept true to it, you know what I'm saying? I truly believe. Mm-hmm. Again, out here, in the, back in the world, made me not stay focused on what I was reading, I was trying to understand, mm-hmm. so I converted back things you know what I'm saying but I mean the lady came she said that well can't send you back to your home state because the home plan will go through I go okay but your judge released you mm-hmm. you're leaving Wednesday it was a Monday I'm like I'm in the hole you in the hole you like I ain't never finna get out this you know what I'm saying I love straight from home never went back I went from the hole got on the great goose 
came back over here and they dropped me off St. Lucie nigga with Lisa because they mm. found me a place to go until I got in a different situation. So do you feel like you had a uh, a, a, a new purpose in life after that? Uh, Man, at the time, I I felt that my purpose in life because the, the prayers and the structure of my prayer and the praying to and God like, and, like and, when and you asking were, for help and the understanding and the I'll do his will. But when I, you I felt were that up, he, though, he, when he, you were up after you got out, did you keep that same for, prayer for a while, that same? For a while. Mm-hmm. And I went back to what was natural feeling to me. Okay, let me ask you a quick like, question. I was smoking cigarettes, went drinking, but I had stopped. Oh. Then, but gradually, just living free, I naturally went back to what was more comfortable. Okay, well, let me ask you a quick question before we wrap this up. Now, when you pass away, where do you think you're going to go? You're going to go to heaven or hell? Mm. I mean, asking a person who is a Christian, well, and don't get me wrong when I say I'm a Christian. Now, I'm saying because I'm not holy by no means. I'm near holy, and anybody knows me knows it. And but by that's my belief, and that's my structure. That's what I'll go through when I. I'm going to go there, and he's always on my mind. He, God's always on my mind. You know, I feel. Man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I believe I just put it like this. I'm gonna hold on. I hold on to that faith. I can't answer that question. I hold on that faith because I, as a person and a human being in the flesh, no telling what I tell you. You know what I'm saying? As long as it ain't hurting nobody. Any final thoughts? Uh, I I personally feel that energy never dies, so your energy transfers. Um, when they say you 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 die, your body gets cold, right? So something is inside of you warming you up, and that's that is the energy that some people control, chi, whatever you want to call it. Some people control that energy. And they even had studies where they weighed the body after a person dies and see that the body gets lighter. So something transfers, energy transfers. And I think it never dies. Yeah, it never dies. Energy transfers and you move on to the next realm or... Now, I have to Fall. elaborate on next. I don't answer because, but since you answered this, I mean, mama, that's just how I think, you know. Because I've learned different ways. I can teach you different scenarios of different learning. But, like, with me, and as a Christian, you know, but that, that belief, a person, a human being that kind of structures his life still kind of a Christian belief. And I know a lot of different beliefs, too, mm-hmm. you know, because I can tell you about some other things. But I believe that, you know, in the Bible it says, to speak on hell is to bring hell up. Mm-hmm. To speak on heaven is to bring heaven down. So how could I answer that question? But you probably know the scripture. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. therefore, I don't know where I'm going to go. I mean, I know that ain't nobody in the world perfect. No, no. So I can't condemn, but I'm not going to condemn myself. But he is. Say, yeah, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I know uh, half a case and fornicated the other night. I can't say that. I don't know what God is playing for me. But, but that's why the Egyptians weighed your heart with a feather. If your heart was heavier than the feather, then, hey, you, you got to go to the underworld. You know what I mean? No, on a, mm-hmm. like a guy that I work with, which believe in a lot of stuff. And this is going to be amazing, and I'm going to speed it up real quick. What I was learning with them was there's no heaven or hell. And when you die, you don't go to heaven because if you go to heaven, wouldn't that be boring to sit around with God? Just doing your things. I'm here with God. He said that when you die, you can move at the blink of your eye. That's fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I blink so many. He said you'll be able to go out, 
God helps and you still work. Hey, you got, I got a planet. And you notice lately we find discovering 200 planets, 300 planets out in the atmosphere, planet X, whatever it is and that. You go, you can, you got enough power if you want to speak to your great, 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 great ancestor. You can go to his grave or her grave, great, great ancestor's grandmother and go to her grave and raise her. That's like and the, talk to her. That's like the multiverse theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not no heaven or hell because God is not cool enough to give us heaven. We put us where we want to be. But he did say when the, 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 the coming again comes, the therefore, when he say that you will never be known again, no, if you did do wrong, so I'll wipe you off the lips. I don't know mm -hmm. it all the way, the scripture all the way through, that he would, you know, you won't, I mean, you will not be known. You're, you will never be spoken of again. Like you never exist. You never existed. Mm -hmm. You never exist to both people who do wrong. You never exist. It's not going to be a pain and burning and flames or anything like that. But once you actually, in yeah. your spirit, release your body, yeah, there's no limitations. Lenny. Oh, that's okay. What in this Bible, so there's no limitations no more. Hey, well, check this out, though. But Because uh, I didn't really get to speak on it, so I will wrap it up quick still. Yes, I believe there is proof there is a presence of God in our lives. But on a personal note, I can say, yeah, I got my own testimony surviving the house fire. And somebody else's testimony could be bullets missing them by inches. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things, man. But uh, for to, to take it to, let's say, if you don't, if you want to just go straight to the question, is there proof? One of the... Uh, one of the biggest proofs that I uh, like to bring up is the Fibonacci sequence. So if uh, you got time today or uh, anytime, go to YouTube and type in the Fibonacci sequence. Oh, the That's golden ratio. F, the golden ratio, God's thumbprint. That's F-I-B-O-N-A-C-C-I. And I hope you know how to spell sequence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. The Fibonacci sequence, man, that's that's going to be my pinpoint proof right there. And per, for, per, for personal reasons, yes, I definitely believe there there's proof, man. How about you, Kev? Well, I believe there is a God, but I am still searching. I'm still trying to search to uh, find out who I am and uh, just trying to seek the truth. That's but my whole humanity. thing. You know, with humanity, God is in all of us. And we all are spiritually connected. Yeah. Hey, and shout out to the line. It's truths. It's truths. It's the it's the story of the uh the elephant and the, the five blind men. You know, one has the trunk, he think he got an anaconda, one got the leg and think he got a tree trunk, one got the side of the elephant and he think he yeah. got a wall. They all got part of the story. But it's really the same story. That's okay, what it right, right. There's so many different. There's so many different. Yeah, they just looking at it. There are so many different religions that they basically are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna wrap it up with that. Hey, shout out to the live too. Uh, uh, Nova said the uh, forbidden fruit is that tree he's smoking on. No, that's the burning bush. That. <laughs> that's that burning bush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're okay. Great discussion, and uh, studio audience. That's you back there. Shout out, shout out, G Dave in the building. Shout out to ABM. That's the closing line. So, 
Okay, yeah, now what we're going to do right now, my main men, the Miller Brothers, hey, how's the uh, CD selling? How's it going coming along? Uh, it's been, it's, it's, going it's getting noticed. It's being noticed. I mean, for us, so we got a, a lot of copies out. I know uh, Smooth Beast has been doing a really great job on getting it out there to the public. Um, I really haven't really, I did some networking with it, so I didn't sell it. I've had people say they're going to notice it, though, you know what I'm saying, uh, get some financial support to it. So I hadn't really been out there selling it. Uh, Move have been it's on cool. it. Lawrence for take ABM. Care of it. ABM, been, they've been doing their thing. They've they been really getting it on. I'm going to get out, but get some things going. We still got some left, so for anybody who want one, hit us up. Hit yeah. me up, 314-498-7188. Uh, everybody that came through to listen to it, gave us thumbs up. They really like it. They, they like the what we're trying to bring into the music. Oh yeah, I posted so. uh I posted uh the album from the release party, man. Definitely shout out to everybody who came out and that was a part of that, man. We really appreciate you and uh that was a Tweety the Dime birthday badge too. So yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well what we're gonna do, we're gonna get back into the music. We're going to give you a double dose well not a double dose, we're gonna give you uh two versions of the same song. I'll close my eyes. We'll play the version by the Blue Mitchell Quartet. Then we're going to follow that up with the same version by the Kenny Burrell Quartet. Blue Mitchell Quartet on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
That's the music of the Kenny Burrell Quartet with a cut entitled I'll Close My Eyes. 
And Kenny Burrell was a, briefly a sideman for Dizzy Gillespie, and he also was a member of the Oscar Peterson Trio. And we heard Blue Mitchell and his quartet's version of the same song. I'll close my eyes. Blue Mitchell, he died of cancer in 1979. He was a member of the Horsover Quintet from 1959 to 64. Speaking of a great guitarist, here's... The guitar god himself, Mr. Wes Montgomery, with a cut entitled Four on Six. Wes Montgomery on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on My City, MyMusic.com. Thank you. 
Music by the legendary Wes Montgomery, and the name of the cut is entitled Four on Six. Wes Montgomery, when he played the guitar, he didn't use a pick, he used his thumb. That's why he got all those octaves. And also, he was briefly a sideman for Lionel Hampton, and he also was in a band with his brothers called the Montgomery Brothers. He had a brother named Monk, who played bass, and Buddy, who was on the vibes. And here's music by Anita O'Day. We're going to get into some vocal jazz. Here's Anita O'Day with a cut entitled Four. Anita O'Day on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on My City. MyMusic.com There's not one boy for me I must have two or three I need four First the man who's the type to like slippers and pipe at the door Then if at all possible I'd like the kind Who's not very possible but knows his mind If you add to these few one that knows how to woo dog cat style Then this man of my world will be spangled and pearled with his smile Though it's incredible, I have found it's true That my fucking woman bugs nobody else but you Not one boy for me, I must have two or three. I need four. First, the man who's the type to like slippers and pipe at the door. Then, if at all possible, I'd like the kind who's not very possible but knows his mind. If you add to these few, one that knows how to woo dog catch style. Then this man of my world will be spangled and pearled with a smile And though it's incredible, I found it's true That my foreign one boy is nobody else but you Show me what I certainly do My foreign one boy is nobody else but you Foreign one The music of Anita O'Day, former featured singer for Gene Krupa's orchestra with a cut entitled Four. Anita O'Day was a beautiful woman when she was young. Heck, I'd take her. 
What we're going to do right now, we're going to get into some smooth jazz. Here is the music of Lee Rittner. On the Slow Glide is the name of the cut. Lee Rittner on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
A double dose of Lee Rittner, original member of Foreplay, with a cut entitled Mr. Briefcase, and before that you heard a cut entitled On the Slow Glide. We're going to get into some jazz funk with Entume. We're going to give you a double dose of Entume, and the first cut that you'll hear by Entume is called Juicy Fruit, and you'll we're going to follow it up with You, Me, and He. Entume former sideman for Miles Davis on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on MyCityMyMusic.com.
Little jazz funk, 
by Entume. We gave you a double dose of Entume. The name of that cut is entitled You, Me, and He. And we, you heard his big hit, Juicy Fruit. Entume, former sideman for Miles Davis, the son of jazz legend Jimmy Heath, a tenor saxophonist. We're going to end the show with the music of Stan Getz with a cut entitled Like Someone in Love. Stan Getz and his quartet on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on My City, MyMusic.com.
the show with the music of the Stan Getz Quartet, and the name of the cut is entitled Like Someone in Love. Stan Getz died in 1991. He began his career at the age of 15 when he was a member of Jack Teagarden's band. Well, that wraps it up for this late version of Jazz in the AM. I'm your host, Kevin Lawrence, and I'll be with you every Sunday morning between the hours of 10 to 12 a.m., little technical difficulties caused us to broadcast the show later, but we got on the air, and I hope you enjoyed it. Well, that wraps it up for this session of Jazz in the AM. Tune in every Sunday morning, and I'm your host, Kevin Lawrence, and take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.